Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It's a Tuesday morning in the break room. Rochester's just classic rock, 96.5, WCMF. How's it going, buddy? Pretty good, buddy. What's going on, female buddy? Doing good, buddy. Beautiful 45-degree morning right now. Nice. Getting up into the mid-60s. Come on. Uh, but there is a high wind warning. Oh. Uh, just a heads up. They're saying there could be some power outages depending on where you are. Today? Uh, I don't know today. if it's today, tomorrow, both. But it's coming. Uh, it's coming at some point. Right. High wind watch issued for Rochester. It'll be an alert. Uh, on alert, excuse me. So from tomorrow afternoon through Thursday morning in Wayne County. All so right. today we're good. That's why. So like today's weather looks great all day long. Mm. Tomorrow. Uh, it's the crap. Yes, it's going to be in the 60s until like noon. And then? By the time it hits 8. It'll be 25. Oh, man. What a swing. That's a tank. Yeah, a 40-degree swing in a matter of like seven, eight hours. So enjoy. But then it goes right back up again. We'll get more uh, into what you're going to be seeing due to the weather today. But I got to be honest with you guys. My Mm. back is killing me this morning. What'd you do? I got bad Lego back. Lego back. Lego back. Um, What did you do? All right. So uh, I've I've told you guys this. My youngest, my 11-year-old. Big into Legos. Yeah, she's like obsessed with her. Right? Loves Legos. It's yeah. like her thing that she does. Uh, I wish I would have known how expensive Legos were before she asked me to buy her Legos mm-hmm. because uh, I'm late look, now. Take it. Look at it. Take out a second mortgage on a house to buy a similar sized Lego house for my <laughs> daughter to build. But she uh, just got a jazz club. Oh, Lego jazz club. Look at that. So she's built a couple of big buildings and like smaller things. And her goal. What is, an odd thing that they sell they have a kid everything. In, it's it's but it's wild. like a jazz club. I don't think I've seen an actual freestanding jazz club since the 60s. Well, look, if you want to come over and come to the Lego Jazz <laughs> I might Club. check it out if she's got shows on this weekend. One of the hardest things to do was to put together the heroin. Yes. Right, you know, <laughs> like, you know, tiny little finger. It's an old jazz club, yeah. old jazz club. But right. so she's, and like to your point, like if you, have you ever gone into the Lego store at Eastview? No. No. Why'd you make that face? Because I'm an old man. What am I doing? Have there? you not been? In, bro, yeah, it's, it's all it's, it's old It's kids men. or old men. Really? <laughs> yeah. Like, I always thought it was for kids. I remember I, I saw one when I was on the road years ago. When you go into the Lego, there's so many old men, you have to play the game called Don't Make Eye Contact. Because yeah. if you make eye contact with an old man in a Lego store, they're just going to start talking about Legos. So they build Legos themselves? Yes. God, I don't want to retire. <laughs> 
So what happened? So she's, back. Build, so she's building this jazz club, and I, I you know, as as an active father, yeah. I want to be a part right. of what she likes to do. Doing a great job. Yeah, shut up. So having to bend over and sit down and do all that stuff for an hour and be in like one spot. Because you got to do it on the floor, I'm guessing, right? Yeah, she's yeah. on the floor. She's sitting, you know, crisscross applesauce, so I got to get down to her level because mm. that's what good dads do, Tommy. Yeah. Good dads do that stuff, and I am racked with pain. It is amazing the ways you don't realize you're going to hurt your back. Mm. It's the simplest things, Ben. Yeah. And not the hard stuff, because you're thinking mm-hmm. when you're doing something heavy, right? Yeah. But just like standing up wrong, bending over wrong, it'll kill you. Well, what's funny, too, is and I'm getting to, I know you have the back issue, so you've known about this your mm. whole life. I'm getting to the age where it's starting to kick in. So, like, I will be bent over in that position building Legos for 45 minutes. doesn't bother me. Mm. The second I move, I want to die. Yes. Mm. It sucks. So, like, when I wake up in the morning, I can't immediately get out of bed. <laughs> I gotta, so what do you do? I gotta I gotta sit there for a minute because like if I try to bounce out Move of bed, too quick. I could f up my back bad. So what you're saying is if there's ever a fire in your house, you're gonna die. Uh, well, if it's not in the immediate, yeah, probably. <laughs> so I know there are other parents out there listening mm. who are in the same spot as I am. Not necessarily the Lego thing, but um, she's asleep still, so I can say yeah. This. I'm not a Lego person. Mm. I never really played with Legos as a kid. It looks boring. It's bo- to me, it's boring. It's like you're a city planner. It's exactly what it is. That's my daughter's ultimate goal is she wants to build this Lego city. Mm-hmm. And that's why she's building these big buildings, yeah. right? So she's super good at it and she like zones in and she she loves it. Yeah. She so loves it's it. kind of a creative But you gotta be a thinking thing. kid. Yeah. I guess. You do. That that ain't me. That ain't me. I'm not a STEM kind of person. And it is really, really hard for me to sit. Oh. For an hour, two hours, and do this. Yeah. And I, mm-hmm. I love my daughter, so I'm going to do it. Well, it's also kind of a puzzle thing, too. If you're not a puzzle person, I did puzzles, you don't have the I patience never got for it. Yeah, yeah. that's not, it's not, it's going to be not fun for you. Not only that, I got swollen. <laughs> Lego hands? Yeah, well, no, I mean, even though I have like ground beef hands from all the sports that I played growing up, right? So, like, trying to take the little pieces mm. and like put them together. The intricate with, things. Yeah, yeah, without them like bouncing apart. And I got calluses on the inside of my hands. So, like, Lego callus. Well, not for the Lego, but they'll yeah. stick to the callus. Legos will stick, and then we'll like lose a piece, and I'll look down. Oh, it's on my hand. It's been so. How long do you have to? So you were down there for hours? So like two, probably like an hour and a half, two hours. You should have been like my father. Make sure you pick this all up before dinner. <laughs> I, I'm i going to keep doing it, mm. but I need to find the strength to do it. Because like, when she like looks at me and she's like, you want to help me with my Legos? And I I'm, I oh, want course. to. I, I, I want to spend time with her. I no, do. I enjoy the time we spend to. together. <laughs> that makes it sound so bad. No, but you have to. Yeah, I have to do this. I yes. don't want to do it. I have to do it. But like, like I have to get into my own headspace like... Yes. All right. Here we go. And to the parents that are in the same spot that I am, where your kid is really into something you don't get, you can't do, mm-hmm. that stresses you to participate in. Yeah. How the hell do you do it without running out of patience? It's, it's got to drive you insane, man. Because I, I would just zone out. Yeah. I mean, I, I would lose focus. I couldn't concentrate. I only got so much concentration on crap I don't like. It, it seems like it kind of goes one way or the other, uh, especially with dads and their kids' activities. Either you're kind of in your boat where it's just like you're just doing it to get by kind of thing. Like, I'm doing as much as I can mm-hmm. with this thing. Or or you take it over. Yeah. And there's no in-between. And they're not going to want that. Well, I don't know. Then you ruin it. Well, I don't know. Like I, I sometimes wonder like if my youngest, if I don't know if she knows 
that I'm not super passionate about the Legos because I put on a good mm-hmm. front. Yeah. I do. Like when we go to the mall, we'll walk around the Lego store, right. we'll talk about things. But she talks about her little city that she's in the middle of building. You know, I'm there to like, oh, and this and then that. We uh, took her to that Lego uh, fest that was at the Dome Arena. It's coming back up again. We're going back to that okay. again, right? So like, uh, and I'm took- pretty involved, man. I think you're yeah. doing enough. Sure, but like it's all a facade, yeah, man. Like it's all a curtain in front of the hatred of Legos that I actually. Have. What isn't okay. parenting just an acting job, really? Well, no, it's like live theater. No. It's not for. Real, no, but you're. But to your point, you had to fake things to keep things going. The best part of parenting yeah. is when your kid takes an interest in something you genuinely have an interest in. For example, my 11 year old loves The Simpsons. She yeah. loves everything The Simpsons. I obsess over The Simpsons, so we bond big time over that and all of our Simpsons love. Well, you actually mm-hmm. bond a lot with your kids. I'm surprised. Well, I think like, it- you found that many things where you guys like between hockey and that and music. You do a. That's enough. Look, I'm great, but enough. no. See, I'm not unique. I think most parents these days go out of their way to find oh. those things. And I think that, um, compared to like when we were kids, no matter what activity your kid does, there's some like community for it. And I think it's easier to find now for parents. Like, I don't remember like kids into Legos, like getting to do all these activities together. Like that just didn't exist, you know, ten, twenty years ago. Whereas now, like. There's a convention for just about every interest your kid has. So I did luck out in one aspect. What's that? Again, uh, 252 WCMF. My youngest loves Legos. She's building a Lego city. She's in the middle of building this giant jazz club. She's already built the police department and a couple of stores and all this stuff, right? And I'm helping her with it last night. And I love spending time with my 11-year-old. But I hate Legos. Mm. I hate Legos. My back hurts. My hands don't Because you can't really play with it. You build it, and then you just look. It's not like you could build something to play with. Well, you that, would just build this city, and then there it is. Well, you could, but my 11-year-old doesn't play with them. She oh. just wants to look at them. Well, yeah, but it's kind of all you really... What, how else could, would you play with it? Uh, well, I mean, you could like you could drive like the cars down the road, I guess. I all don't right. know if she's 11. Maybe she's too old for that. Yeah. So, uh, to your point, Kimmy, um, I took my daughter to... They had like a Lego fest at the Strong Museum last year. Yeah. And she was all excited. And part of this, they had what they called a master builder's class before the Lego Fest. Like, okay. a, like a seminar? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh my God. You I'm gotta... telling you, that exists for everything. Wait, Every interest. Be... Like, I know I have a friend whose kid is really into like, um, I don't really know what to call it, but kind of like robotics, something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Those lines. I mean, like, they have like activities like every other weekend for this kind of stuff. But to sit in a seminar to watch a guy play with blocks... So the way that this seminar worked, the Master Builders yeah. class, is like it was a, like a local adult Lego club. Mm-hmm. And but there's like a dude. No, there were multiple dudes. There was a right. head dude, and then there were like five other dudes also in the club. And one of these dudes like designed a house that they all the kids built. And it was cool. Like They gave the kids these Legos to build this. It was a castle. That's what it was, yeah. a tiny little castle. And we were all going to build this castle together. Yeah. First of all, the parents had to participate too, so I had to build this castle next to my daughter. And of course, I couldn't do it the way she could do it, yeah. so mm-hmm. I looked like a complete idiot. But- we walk in, and I see my daughter get all excited, and I'm thinking to myself, oh, no. Now I'm going to have to go to these weekly Lego Sucked meetings in. with these grown-ass yeah. people. It's like a religion. These guys were so intense about the Legos. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. like the one guy got up and like gave a speech before about Legos yeah. and his love of Legos, that even my daughter, who loves Legos yeah. and is a child, was like... It sounds a little off. A little too much. Yeah, Ready to tap right. out? Yeah, she wanted no part of the Lego club. Don't blame her, Thank man. Thank God. No, because, bro, like, uh, if I would have to spend my Tuesday nights at a grown-ass Lego yeah. party. No kidding. Grown-ass man Lego party. Right. Because they even went out of their way, like, you know, the kids are welcome to come, but you can't drop them off because this is an adult thing mm. and we're not responsible. <laughs> and I kind of look like a weirdo talking to the kids about blocks. <laughs> 
So, bro, it had nothing to do with the kids. These guys love yeah. Legos. Yeah. They love it's Legos. It's passion. It's a religion. It has to be. It's like a cult. No, it really yeah. is. Like, yeah. based on uh, how much work goes into them. Meetings. The, the You're commu- obsessed with them. The community and the cost. The yeah. cost oh, of Legos. the price. Tommy, you don't understand. You don't understand. I don't want to understand. Let me put it this way. That jazz club that she had, yeah. I went halvesies on it with her. Yeah. Right? She took half of her Christmas money. I uh, It was over $200. But plus the permits and then booking these acts and then, you know, trying to schedule everything around Jazz Fest. It's tough. So <laughs> if your daughter ever grows out of this hobby, mm-hmm. like Legos. But you got to hope she got, does. Well, but but you're but you now have this whole Lego city yep. somewhere you in your it. house. Is it stuff that you can sell? Is it stuff that you take apart? Will and, she let you though? I don't know. That's what I'm wondering. Like, what do you do with it when that interest is gone? I have no idea. We do have a family friend whose kids was re- were really into Legos. Yeah, and they gave us a whole bunch of Legos that the kid didn't play with anymore. Mm. But there's got to be thousands yeah. of dollars worth of stuff they gave us. And oh I go, man, I put that out on the market, bro. <laughs> we got this stuff, and I go great. I'm never going to have to pay for Legos ever again. I was like over the moon. This was like a year ago. Yeah. No. Yeah. Like my little one uses that for like side stuff. Yeah. And side she, projects. Yeah. She's still, yeah. You know, it's like, yeah. it's like when, uh, when, uh, architect isn't building what they're working on. I'm going to do some blueprints over here, but it doesn't <laughs> count. You're still going to pay for all some this stuff. Some spec houses. Here. You know, you brought up something, what? you know, with the growing out of it, you saying you have to hope she does. Right. Is it bad that I hope eventually she goes I, I think all parents, the ones they start getting, they Beat up financially with this crap. I don't even mean, okay, in that aspect. I mean, like, even when she gets to a point where she could afford to buy her own Legos, like, as a grown person, does it make me a bad father that I'm slightly nervous that I'm raising an eventual adult Lego builder? Because I have these visions of, like, a 28-year-old version of my daughter walking through, like, Lego Fest. Yeah, you don't want that. And haggling. But maybe that's going to be not as weird as we think it is. But you'd rather have a... An adult that's well-rounded, not just sing- just yeah. focused on Legos. Oh, no, she could but be well-rounded. Yeah. I still don't want like Legos as a part of that. Right. Is that bad? Well, you've seen the adult Lego. And it's <laughs> we, not a, well, but I it's guess not something you every, want for your child. Every generation, though, has a version of adult Legos, whether it's model cars. Yeah, I wouldn't want that either. Tree. But I'm just wouldn't saying like, it, it, it exists with everybody. There's nothing you can say where I'd be like, oh, I would want that for my yeah. child. Like, yeah, no, if I met a, th- a man my age mm-hmm. who was still in the model trains, Great guy, fine. A little strange. We know guys that are into model trains mm. and into slot cars as an adult. Yep. Kid Kimmy, think of those two people. Uh, there's one sitting in this room, and he's going to play it up like he doesn't want to play with the slot cars, but we know if it was available, he'd take a spin. I am going to do it with my grandchild. <laughs> in the defense of Tommy on yeah. this one. Look, I think there's a difference between looking at something. Appreciating and- it. Yes, exactly. Okay. Like, for example, when I go to these Lego fests with my daughter, I can stand back and appreciate the hours and the work that goes into these Tommy. They have these massive setups, like yeah. cities and scenes. And yeah, I can it's stand- amazing. They move. Yeah, it's, it's, it's astonishing. And, like, the fact that a human brain can design that and build it with your hands, I'm in awe. Yeah. That is a remarkable talent, and I'm jealous of that person. I want no part of it. Yeah. Like, after I'm done looking at it for three minutes, I can go, okay, and then I'm going to go back to my adult life. Yeah, I like, don't have patience for stuff. I be, I just get bored. I want to go do something else now. Like, I also have fears of, like, you know, as my daughter gets older, like, mm. her being on, like, a first date and, like, 15 minutes in, like, talking about her that love for you Legos. don't want. Like, you know what I'm do saying? You do not want that. <laughs> like, how, how do I stop? And you also don't want her bringing home a Lego boyfriend. Ooh. Ooh. 
Well, I don't know, but in that way, they would like, have. Yeah. yeah, they would bond yeah. over that. You I don't guess. want that. I don't know. Like, you don't, but you but don't, if she's happy. And Lego boyfriend's better than like other kinds of yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, like, yeah I'd yeah. much rather take Lego boyfriend than like, you know, <laughs> okay, dirt bike boyfriend. All right, so there's bad boy over here. Lego boy over here. You want something in the middle. What if she brings home Lego bad boy? He rode a Lego motorcycle to the house. I built it and it goes fast. I mean, life is funny Mm. where you raise this little version of you that at times you cannot relate to at all. Yeah. Right? Like, it doesn't make any sense because, like, my two daughters, they've been raised the exact same way in the exact same environment, mm-hmm. and they could not be two more different people. Yeah, and it is I, amazing. I can't figure it out. I, I cannot figure it out. So to all you Lego parents or race car <laughs> parents or whatever nerdy thing your kid does that you can't relate to, Godspeed. God bless. <laughs> Good luck. Thank you. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Record-setting warmth in Rochester today. Nice. After a little hiccup tomorrow evening, it's going to be in the 50s and 60s for the rest of the week, really for the foreseeable future. Mm -hmm. And there are some places today, depending on where you are, that could be diddling 70 degrees. Wow. I mean, look, it's great. It's going to get folks outside. Oh, yeah. Bike riders and walkers and folks starting in their garden. Mm -hmm. But it also will bring out one of the most unique creatures you see in the greater Rochester Mm -hmm. area. You're hanging out at the Breaker Rochester's Classic Rock, 96.5, WCMF. So temps in the 50s, 60s, and possibly 70s, seven of the next eight days. It's beautiful. Mm -hmm. And with that, we are going to see one of nature's most interesting creations emerge from their winter slumbers here in Rochester. Oh, yeah. The fat guy... In shorts. Yep, the mm-hmm. West Side Resort wear. Okay, it ain't just a West Side no. thing. It's fat Post guys you can find this in anywhere. shorts and hoodies. What makes you think it's a West Side thing? Because it's every West Side fat guy. No, it's every fat guy in the greater yeah. Rochester yeah. area. Well, who do you think's got most fat guys? You don't wait. It you, has to do more about size and location. <laughs> how many? How, what's, how many people you heavy set 
middle-aged guys you think are our, where do you think they reside? Yeah, no, I don't know if you've ever uh, sat outside black and blue in that plaza there to watch giant-headed, fat, well-off guys. <laughs> Those guys are like in their 60s. Limp their way into the steakhouse because, you know, they're going to have a pretty good diet of a 64-ounce steak and crab legs tonight. So you may see, you may see the shorts, but the hoodie is a west side because he said it's going to be that golf Oak Hill hoodie okay. or pullover you bought. Still counts. Either All way, right. the shorts are on. Right. Still counts. All right, All right. I'm going to ask you this question right. first off. Because you were a big old fat boy, just mm. like I was a big old fat boy. Were you ever fat guy in shorts? I couldn't pull it. It's too goddamn cold. Oh, you're a sissy? Yes. He's a cold... Like I feel like you're just a cold human being all to, to the all core, man. To the life. bone. Cold no, but, to the bone. <laughs> We've seen the way he layers up when he goes outside. No, but Kimmy, here's what you don't understand because you've never had a terrible weight problem like Tommy and I did at points. Uh, when you have that weight on you, yeah. every man runs hot. That's the most remarkable thing about you as a person. Even with all that blub, I mean, you still yeah. have him hanging off your chest right now. Mm. You never ran hot as a fat boy. No, no. Never was a big sweaty guy. But, like, I knew, like, on the old show, like, Joe T, he always wore that outfit. Mm-hmm. And it would be freezing-ass cold, man. And he'd come in in that outfit. And I would get cold looking at him. So here's what I'm curious about. Because mm. I know that you fat guys in shorts are listening right yeah. now. And the phone number is 252-WCMF-252-9263. What is the minimum temperature where we start to see the fat guy in shorts emerge from their hibernation? I think we're going to see it this week for sure. Absolutely. I'm going to say 40s. But we've seen 40s. I haven't seen a ton of fat guys in shorts. I'm so used to seeing. Maybe I don't notice it because it's just such a. It always seems to be in rotation. Oh, it's weird that you say that because you live on the east side, and I heard there's no fat guys in shorts on the east side. What a dick ass elitist take. <laughs> like Chubb has a socioeconomic status. Well, I mean, I would say the you you poor you chubbier. What? Yeah. Like they say, like and uh, sometimes if you don't have a lot of money, eat bad food. Who's they? The government. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> United States uh, um, Food uh, Association. Short fat guys with shorts on. Because, like, look, I, I know 50 degrees, you're going to see the shorts. The oh, coach for go sure. away. Because now you can play baseball. The shit's become exposed. Mm-hmm. Like, it is funny. Like, it, with the temperatures it's going to be today, when you walk around, it's going to look like South Beach in the 80s. Mm-hmm. But there's a side-by-side. Because you will see fat guys in shorts with the hoodies on. Yeah. Walking next to women that are in parkas, winter hats, and boots. Yeah, women don't break out the summer wear until the last available moment. Well, I get that, though. Women yeah. traditionally run cold. Yeah. Too cold for shorts. But, like, I, I, there almost should be, like, a photo contest in Rochester. Because you'll see it. Mm-hmm. Find me the most side-by-side weird outfits possible. Because, again, today, Couples, yeah. yeah, there will be someone in a knee-to-shoulder parka talking to someone in a hoodie and shorts. <laughs> well, it's funny, too, um, I've noticed if you... Because, like, we come in so early that it's usually pretty cold for yeah. quite a while in spring. Yeah. So, like, I get a little self-conscious if I stop somewhere after work to like run an errand and I'm in like my winter coat and just bundled up and everybody else is walking around in like a t-shirt and sunglasses, you it was know a what I mean? Debate I had this morning getting dressed. Should I go t-shirt? It's 40 degrees to start <laughs> off, but it could be like 60 yeah, by the time we're leaving the studio. That's true. And you do feel cooler wearing a t-shirt in 60 degrees. Like you want to be on the wave of early t-shirt wearers. <laughs> yeah, true. There's a toughness in Rochester, right? You are. I think part of the fat guy in shorts is running hot. I think part of the fat guy in shorts is showing that you are Rochester tough. Yeah, but to who? Because nobody really cares. I mean, I care. I thought about it this morning. But nobody's looking at that. That's a tough son of a bitch right there. It's 45 and he's in shorts. I don't know, man. If I see a guy in 40 in shorts, I do kind of think that's a tough son of a bitch. (laughs) 
Like there's a hockey dad. One well, of I the, just assume they're not even affected by it. Or they're just. I don't know if it's tough or they just don't even feel it. Or they're just lazy and I don't care what they look like. <laughs> well, but that, what, okay, why why would wearing shorts make you look less? I don't get it. Why? What you judge someone for wearing shorts as opposed to uh, pants? If it's a work day, yeah. Unless you're a, a work outside. You wear shorts to work. Yeah, but I don't. I don't call. No, it no. you're Mr. You're Mr. Fashion. You're telling me you are so east side. I don't. Bitch. I don't wear shorts in here until summertime. You still wear them? But yeah, summertime. Not professional. Uh, summer professional wear. I'm thinking about going to this new thing I've seen. What's that? With these old guys, they wear shorts. A regular shirt and a sport coat. Don't no, no. Don't do the LeBron James from three years ago thing. He tried to make. If LeBron James couldn't make it, I'm work. telling you, I've, it's an old guy thing. You gonna play guitar for ACDC? Is that I your would plan? love to. Okay. Two five two WCMF. As we talk about the emergence of the fat guys in shorts today, uh, with the hoodies, with the weather getting nicer. Do fat guys put their summer clothes away for the winter, or do they always have the shorts at an arm's? I don't life? think guys put clothes away. I do. I put my summer clothes. Well, you you've got a ton of clothes. <laughs> You're out of control with the clothes. Uh, Tommy's more about quality than quantity, I do have to say. Yeah, how many pair of dress shoes you got? What? How many socks you got? What? Didn't we estimate you had over 200 pair of uh, socks? I forgot about your socks. Do you have a uh, lot of roughly. Yeah, yeah. How many button-up shirts? Over, under, <laughs> 60 button-up shirts in your closet. Well, I have summer and winter button-up shirts. That's not the answer. It's a yes or no. Or it's an over, it's, under. It's hard to know. So it's over 60. No, I don't think I have 60 shirts. I would be willing to bet my house that you have over 60 shirts hanging in your closet just based on the rotation that we see here in the room. Man. <laughs> Collars of all sizes. <laughs> like, because there's the thing. I feel what? like there's a decision when you go shorts and hoodie. Because once you commit to the shorts and hoodie in Rochester, you can't really go back to the pants. No. And, it, and to your point with being a fat guy, it's very hard to be fat and comfortable. Yeah, I know. So... That's about as comfortable as you can get is the shorts and hoodie. It's for a fat dude. I think it even goes past fat guy because, like, I know, Kimmy, your husband's like this. I have this problem. Um, I have powerful thighs. So does your mom. You must run in the family. Yeah. <laughs> and if you're a man that has powerful thighs, you never, ever find a pair of pants that fits the right way. But for some reason, shorts fit just fine. Okay. Like um, I, I, live... I don't know though. Have you been having a tougher? I feel like my husband lately has had a tougher time with the shorts, just based on like um, the the most like popular length currently. The shorts have been getting Struggling shorter. Struggling with the length. It's I frustrating, yeah. but I still have better range of motion wearing right. short shorts. Right. Uh, I look like Pat Riley with the Lakers as opposed to wearing pants. Like I have two pair of jeans that feel comfortable mm. and I keep those in rotation. Okay. And if I wear a pair of khaki pants, I'm afraid I'm going to rip the crotch of the ass out at any moment. <laughs> So, like, I live for the day that it's now shorts weather, so I don't have to F with pants. I hate effing with pants. All right. So you're comfortable. Yeah. But that's why I want to get to shorts weather. That's mm. why, you know, tomorrow, well, the day after tomorrow, when it's going to be back in the 60s again, I will do the debate. It's Break 40, out the shorts. It's 48 degrees. I'm going to wear the shorts to Yeah. Work. You should do it. No, because you're going to, now I know you're judging me for looking <laughs> I judge you either way. You can't I, win in this room. It really Never worry about what you're doing in this room because it doesn't matter. We're going to kill you. It really bothers me that right. you look at men in shorts and see them as unprofessional. Yes. I do. You work four hours a day telling <laughs> dong jokes. Definitely. How dare you stand back and judge <laughs> someone else? You can't help it. It just, you know, it, it hits me.
Uh, we got Facebook messages coming in. You can always get us at WCMF for the Break Room Facebook page. This comes in from Rick. That is a fat guy in shorts, name. Yeah. Rick says, I've been wearing shorts the last two weeks on and off. Once it hits 40 degrees, I'm going shorts. I'd wear it in lower temperatures than that, but my wife tells me I'm going to get a cold. Mm. That's not how you get a cold. You can, we're going to talk viruses now on this from show. From thick Rick. Well, you're saying, so you're saying once you commit to the shorts, you can't go back. I'm asking. Oh. So we because had a I'm guy thinking, here. like, when that snow falls, you're not going shorts and boots. So I've seen that. Yeah. But Don't we, do that. So we had a guy here. Yeah. He was our boss. May he rest in peace, and I won't say who it is. He was a big oh, old... I love that doesn't even narrow it down. No, I know. <laughs> he was a big old fat boy. Okay. But he had bad fat boy legs. Remember the him? They were... Th- he had... There was there was no shape to him. Oh, he was brother thickness. But it went it went they went straight down to the ankle. Yeah. And he would wear those tight he was wearing those tight short shorts before they were popular. I don't know if those were regular shorts and he just turned them into fat, fashionable shorts because of his girth. But that was a bad if you have super fat legs. Okay, for God's sake. It's sakes. a bad look, man. Well look, as you know, all fat guys can back me up on this. Yeah. Fat guy leg comes in one of two sizes. <laughs> The leg that you just described, which it sucks. It sucks when you got that leg because mm. it's really hard to make that leg look like a leg that you want it to look right. like. Or you have the most muscular legs that ever existed on the face of the planet. Which is fine. But if you got Andy Reid leg, you may want to go with <laughs> But are khakis. pants better? Well, at least you're covering it up. Yeah. Sometimes Andy Reid's got some, funny, though. Andy Reid has got some busted ass Fat guy leg, and I didn't notice it until he was doing that interview. I don't think I've ever noticed his leg. He pointed it out to me. And you noticed it, too. He was talking to Cower on one of those pregame shows, and I go, oh, my God, look at his fat guy leg. But he's just a big, I mean, that's not surprising. He's a big guy. But he's no. been a big guy since he was a little kid. And I would expect a big guy since childbirth to have like the <laughs> yeah. you know giant big, calf legs, purpley legs. That's not what I would have expected because he's out running around too, right? Like sure. he's a football coach. Like there's that bro. That stuff. dude that don't dude. run around. He holds that. He holds whatever you Support. call that that playbook like it's a menu from Shoney's. <laughs> big, Shoney's big in the Midwest. Shut WCMF. We're talking fat guy in shorts weather. We got more Facebook messages coming in. You can always get us at WCMF for the break room Facebook page. This comes in from Al, another great fat guy in shorts. Oh, name. Yeah. Al says, my shorts never go away. I'll wear them in the snow. My legs just don't get cold. Sometimes I'll wear a coat with shorts Maybe on. Maybe you should see a doctor if your legs don't ever get cold or like you don't feel anything in your legs. I will say this. Yeah. Like uh, most times I shovel the driveway in the winter, mm-hmm. I'll wear gym shorts with boots. Oh. And like a sweatshirt. Why? I, it doesn't. I, I I feel more comfortable doing it that way. My my arms and hands will get cold, but like my legs, if I'm moving like that, they yeah. won't get cold. And I can like run in the winter time in shorts. I you do see that, but they do make all those kind of like athletic where you can run in like those longer pants, right? Yeah, but then you get like that sound you get when you walk on the canal. Well, nobody can hear it because everybody's got their windows up. 252 WCMF. Uh, let's talk to another great fat guy in shorts name. Who's that? Skippy's on CMF. Hey, Skippy, what's up, buddy? You guys got to do a reoccurrence of when Tommy was naked in the freaking uh, studio. And uh, you were in there, too, with that skit, yeah. right? Yep. Yeah, we saw each other's penises. Uh, Skippy, can I ask you a question? Can I ask you a question? Your rig's off. Why would that be good for anybody? It was an interesting dynamic of the show, how shamed we were of our bodies. But, Skippy, based on the dynamic of the show now with Kimmy in here. Yeah, that's not happening. How the hell do you think we get away with a naked show? Because then you can finally prove that um, you're hermaphrodite. 
All right. Wow, that was a long way to go. Yeah. Yeah. And it kind of yeah. even worked. Yeah. Yeah. You, you had to set him up for his own punchline. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't even that good. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. It might be the best time in America job-wise to be a teenage no kid. And I don't mean like kids' jobs. I mean what your future's going to look like. Go get them, Junior. Tommy, there are tons of jobs that pay very well and have massive shortages. And this particular one that popped up this week, it's a necessity that we cannot live without. But with most of these gigs that folks are short on, yeah. it seems now they're jobs that parents had first. Okay. Generational gigs. And if kids who watch their parents do these jobs don't want these jobs mm-hmm. anymore, what does that say about these jobs? All right. You're hanging out in the break room. Ron's just Classic Rock, 96.5, WCMF. So we need help in the automotive industry. Bad, Tommy. Like selling cars? Nope. We're talking mechanics and technicians. Okay. Things of that nature. Story on Spectrum News this week says that right now, the United States is 80,000 people short of the techs they need to make stuff work. So we're 80,000 short of mechanics. Right. Well, mechanics and techs. What's the... Same thing, though, right? I, One's a computer okay, guy. now you just really pissed off both mechanics and, like, I've trucking I figured content. it was the same guy, just like he had both... Like, he could work on the computer end of it and uh, on the motor. 252-WCMF-252-9263. I don't know the answer to that question. All right. But they say by 2030, on current trends, there will be a 120,000 employee shortage, which means... It's a massive opportunity for young po- folks to pounce on these jobs and take advantage. Yes. So like the story on Spectrum, talk to kids that are going to Edison Tech. They're already studying this stuff in high school, mm. setting themselves up. And it's not just the city. Well, MoCo through the BOCES programs in Monroe County can offer your high school kid interested in something like this daily classes. Mm-hmm. Not only that, MCC has a program, a good one, for kids that want to jump into it after the standard high school experience. 
So, Tommy, yeah. we can now add mechanic and tech to the job shortages we've seen in the last few years. Mm. Jobs in the trades, police officers, teachers, truck drivers. And when you stand back and look at those jobs, yeah. one thing now stands out, a thread that runs through all of them. What's that? They're mostly generational jobs. Jobs that kids traditionally take over after their parents are done doing. But your daddy did it. Yeah. Like you see a lot of cops whose parents were cops. You see a lot yeah. of teachers whose parents were teachers. Same with truck drivers. Are these folks taking these jobs because they saw what their parents got out of it? Like yeah. back in the day? And now that people aren't taking these jobs and there's shortages in the trades with cops, with teachers, with truck drivers, yeah. with mechanics, has the job changed enough where kids that see their parents do these jobs don't want these jobs anymore? Well, you heard all the worst parts about yeah. it, right? When yeah, your that's... old man or your old lady came home. Okay. Right? How brutal it was. Yeah, but we also have a way of even the best jobs in the world coming home and bitching about our day. But yeah. do you think, like, to, to your point then, whatever job your parents had no matter what it was, maybe something you don't want to ever pursue because you did always hear like the worst, like that, you know, the stuff that they'd come home and complain about. Well, think about it. You came home and heard your dad. Yeah. I I came and heard my dad and I said, owning things sucks. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, they just put a bad taste in your mouth. So much so he doesn't even own a house right now. (laughs) Out of the game, baby. Like, Kimmy, did you ever want to be what your parents were? No, because I, I we think... We shouldn't know what her dad well, did. <laughs> That's actually true. Well, just like watching my dad and his schedule and how much it affected just like his health yeah. and his... You know what I he mean? He was a like, shift guy. He worked late. Yeah, like he would. He never slept. Like he suffered from like insomnia. You know what I mean? Like he just... Disappointment from his children. <laughs> but like stuff like that you see in your parents and even though, you know, yeah. they, they made a good living and maybe maybe the job wasn't always as bad as they said it was... As a kid, you see that, and you're like, I don't want to do that. I will say this, though, like with mechanics, those guys, every guy I knew that was a mechanic, like they just had it in them. Okay. They just loved to turn wrench. Okay. Like they just lived for that stuff. You know what I mean? Sure. And here's the thing, like the mechanics that I've known through the years, and you've known them too, it's an awesome gig, man, because like not only do you have a job, you can you can work for yourself on the weekends on the side. You don't have to pay anybody to work on your own car. I mean, like, you're right. You're 100% right about everything you're saying. And that's what's strange about all of these jobs we just mentioned Mm. with mechanic trades, cops, teachers, truck drivers. They have great job security. Yeah. Right? Teachers and cops have unbelievable benefits and retirement plans. Mm. All of these jobs we mentioned have everything you could want in the American dream. And yes, there are sacrifices you will have to make. And of course, not every job is for every person. But knowing how hard it can be, Tommy, in other parts of the workforce. Yeah. There have to be parents right now trying to steer their kids in the direction of these five jobs that we just mentioned. Maybe not truck driver because you're not going to see your family as much, right? But teacher, a lot of pride in that job. Security, yeah. summer's off. Pension. Mm-hmm. Cop, a lot of pride in that job. Uh, you know, uh, 25, 20 on and off. Yeah. Half pension pay for the rest of your yeah. life, right? Or full benefits. Like, I know, I know like with mechanic, there's probably things. Like I knew like some of those guys, they had to have their own tools. Okay. Like some of these guys had to purchase their own tools, which are not cheap. Like a level of investment before yeah, to you get, even in. get there. Yeah. But like to your point, like I always figure a mechanic, if you're a really good mechanic, you could probably work on anything, basically. Well, okay, but we're also to, dumb. To, to an extent. What do you mean anything? I'm not gonna like hand a guy who, you're, like, you're, who you're just saying like the way your brain works. Well, kind of like if something breaks in your house, I'm just figuring if you're mechanically inclined, if you can actually work on a car engine, you could probably figure out other things okay. in your house, your lawnmower, your friend's stuff. Side projects, 
I just figured you're good with motors. Well, I did have a buddy come over and fix a lamp my wife broke, but now it's leaking coolant. I don't know what the hell. Yeah, but that, you can fix that. Two five two WCMF, folks. I'm waiting on hold. We're talking about story on Spectrum this week. Right now, there are a shortage of eighty thousand mechanics and truck and car techs across the United States. They say by 2030, that shortage will be 120,000 employees. A massive opportunity for high school kids to jump on mm-hmm. this and have a great job for the rest of their life. Let's talk to Mike. Hey, Mikey, what's up, buddy? Hey, how you doing? Good, Mike. What's up? So I got a couple of friends who used to be mechanics, and I can tell you the big reason they got out of it is cars these days, to do the simplest thing, is the biggest job. Like something that should take 10 minutes takes three and a half hours. Are you talking because of the technology that's in the cars now? Yeah, and the way they pack everything in. Okay. Well, you got to keep it tight. (laughs) Yeah. Exactly. No, I mean, it is frustrating. Like, I'm not mechanically inclined. You're not mechanically mm-hmm. inclined. But because we were both bu- really busted at one point, we kind of learned how to do things on our old cars because yeah. we couldn't afford to have anybody else do it. True. Where, like, Mike, you're right. If I opened up my Honda Pilot now, I That engine I, doesn't look like an engine. No. You wouldn't even know where to start. Exactly. No. All right, well, Mike, thanks for the call, buddy. Have a good rest of the day. And I get it. Like, I get guys that were in the business and watched everything change. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's frustrating. But if you're a kid it, now, I mean, that's all... It'd be new to you. Nor- but it's yeah. normal to you yeah. that a car looks like that. Absolutely. Uh, you know, going back to the whole all-encompassing unwanted jobs, mm. Tom is on CMF. Hey, Tom, what's going on, buddy? Hey, good morning. Yep. I had uh, two things to tell you there. Uh, one, uh, if you're with one of the bigger uh, automotive or truck repair people and you show a little initiative, they'll send you to school and they'll even pay you while you're attending classes for them. Wow, the shortage is that bad. <laughs> yep. The second thing, there's another real big shortage here in the United States, and that's like, uh, it's over 50,000 open jobs right now, and that's commercial pilot. And it can be a heck of a good gig. You know, six-figure pay and everything. The only problem is... And, you know, all that sky candy. Well, you'll earn your 20 years' worth of money in about a four- or five-minute period when you save an airliner with 300 people in it. Yeah, that you you didn't There's sell the, the job risk. there at yeah, the end yeah, there, Tom. That was <laughs> horrifying. I don't want to do that job, Tom. <laughs> well, you gotta love it. If you don't love flying, it won't work. But if you do, oh, it won't. <laughs> I don't like heights. Can I still be a pilot? <laughs> I love that, too. Tom. Yeah, I get where you're coming from, but listen, man, it's all gonna go well unless you fail that three minute test. <laughs> yeah. In which case, you're gonna die and take three hundred people with you. <laughs> no, I've been flying for thirty years now. Haven't had one problem. At a boy, Tom. Well, thanks for the call, man. Have a good rest of the day. There is not enough money in the world. I ain't getting a play with that dude. No, no, I'm not even talking that. Mm. For like, if they were to come to me and say, "Hey, man, mm. uh, it's a million dollar a year job, yeah, and we can teach you how to be a pilot, and we'll, you can start tomorrow." Fly a big ass plane, but full of people. Not doing it. No way. Not doing it. I don't trust myself enough. But but you also don't like not being in control. Do you think you'd feel better flying if you were in control as opposed to being a passenger? No, Kimmy, there's a reason I don't have a gun, and it's because I know I'm dumb <laughs> and I don't trust fair, myself. Fair so enough. if I'm not smart enough to have to not feel comfortable holding a gun that only does something if I do something to it, you're going to put me in a plane? You... I mean, I wouldn't want to do it, but... I got to figure like all these tough jobs have got to be coming up short. You know, jobs where you had to really physically work. Why is that? Because nobody wants to work. Are you kidding me right now? They don't. Are you these kidding kid, me? These, ki- these kids all want to be influencers. If, if you're, they want to be TikTokers and influencers and gamers. Yeah, you mean like sit, nobody like wants to fly chair, a plane, like give their opinion <laughs> every day for thirty years, for four <laughs> the, the, hours. The big a day. blue skies, if, open road you're the, trucking. You're the first form of influencer. <laughs> 
Bad influence. If you're watching the live stream, you just saw a man who crossed his legs in a leather chair, recliner, talking to a microphone saying nobody wants to work. These guys don't want to do these tough jobs. Guy who quit tough job. To do what he does now. Guy who quit tough job that was making the equivalent of an $80,000 a year salary to go on the road and tell dong jokes. to have, He was so starving. He was 90 pounds as a grown man living in his sister's house, listening to her have sex in the bedroom next door. No, he wants to work this day. They all, bro. I hate people like you so much. Nobody wants to do man work. Is that what it is? Yeah. So go do it. Who's stopping you? I'm me. Who's hiring a 64-year-old apprentice? There's an $80,000 shortage. I bet you can get a gig. 80,000 person. If they want me to be a mechanic, we are doomed. You know, as we're talking about these jobs being traditionally generational jobs with the trades and mechanics and cops and teachers and truck drivers, right? Do parents want kids to follow in their footsteps anymore? Like, would you be honored if your grandson looked at your life and said, I want to do... <laughs> Jesus Christ, kid. I mean... <laughs> the hell? No. I did everything wrong. Well, like, Kimmy, think about it. It used to be automatic in this town. Yeah. With Kodak and Xerox that you just followed in your parents' footsteps. Right, because but those they... jobs were, like, guaranteed. Those right, jobs were right. money in the bank. Yeah. But so were these and jobs. I, yeah, but I, <laughs> I don't know, like... Um... I just feel like work the work experience for a lot of people is so different now. Like you don't stay at the same place for oh, your whole yeah. life. That's so a good point. I don't know, you know, following in your parents' footsteps could look a lot different every ten years. I, and and things change so fast now. So think about my, my think about my dad as a businessman. Yeah. Think about the office. Uh-huh. He worked for forty years. That office didn't change. The technology mm-hmm. didn't change. Yeah. The, the biggest te- technology was a push button phone. Okay. Think of how fast technology changes now. So th- let's say you're a mechanic. You're going to constantly have to be trained on whatever new technology is going into that car. You're right. You're right. And those guys 50, 60 years ago, what was the change? Oh, I mean, and we just talked about, you know, those seatbelts. His buddy, you know, the guy that called up his buddy yeah. used to be mechanics and got out of the game because yeah. it got too confusing. It's almost like nobody wants to work anymore. Yes. Right. Guys that were in the game. I know, but again, but the, but after a while, it just it gets to be too much. Yeah, no, I hear too much, Tommy. Too, too much. much. I just want to point out <laughs> that your two takes in the last three minutes, right, right. where nobody wants to work anymore, right. and the world is so confusing because of technology. Yes, we are nailing it. Yeah, yeah. Two five two WCM. We'll take one more call. Again, we're talking about eighty thousand mechanics and tech short across America right now. They estimate by twenty thirty that'll be up to one hundred twenty thousand. Massive opportunity with the shortages of jobs for kids to get jobs like mechanic, cop, teacher, truck driver. And it's going to pay. Yes, because they're going to have to pay you. Uh, John's got the last word on CMF. Hey, Johnny, what's up, buddy? Hey, how are you? Good job. Um, I uh, I really appreciate you uh, promoting the trades on WCMF. Uh, but I want to make the biggest comment is, is that it's perception. And when people are at dinner parties and, you know, people are talking, well, where, where's your son going to school? Where's your daughter going to school? And then, you know, I'm, I'm there and well, my son's going to MCC to be a mechanic. And they're like, Oh, well, my son's going to uh, Penn state or my son's going to Harvard. It, it's a perception thing. But the biggest thing is, is that, they don't realize that it's going to cost them 250 grand to send their kid to Penn State or or Harvard, and yet the kid going to MCC, he's going to be out making money and not have debt. No, I agree with and you 100. So, but I'm but I'm also thinking like if you're at that party and your kid's at MCC 
and the other guy's kids at Harvard, you may be at the wrong party. <laughs> well, look, man, if you walk in and they got well, food, just start yeah, eating. Yeah. But I know, but it, it's 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 not just mechanics jobs either. It's it's HVAC jobs. It's it's electricians. It's machinists. No, John, right. everything you're saying is 100% right, but I, I, I feel like there's a lot of... Mm. I agree with you. I agree with you. Kimmy and I were of the generation where they told us we had to go to college, which I think right. led to this shortage on all of these yeah. trades and things like that. But, John, I think that that... Embar- I, I guess maybe embarrassment's the wrong word, but you get what I'm saying, right? Mm-hmm. I think it also yeah. comes from inside, too, because there are men and women who work these trade jobs to say, I'm going to give my kid a better life, and that idea is letting them go to college because they couldn't, To go right? on again, to go into something else. You know what I mean? Like I think it's just a general perception in America, not just from folks that don't do the jobs, but the folks that work really hard, work their fingers to the bone, like, I don't want my kids to have to do and this. I, and I also wonder if it kind of goes a different way at some point, because like I do know a lot of kids that came out of college with a lot of debt didn't get like that dream job that they wanted that if with their kids they just want their kid to be happy and do what they i I don't know how much they're going to emphasize college when their kid becomes you know a senior in high school just based on their experience well it's also i mean john i hear you buddy thanks for the call man i'm super late i gotta go have a good rest of the day kimmy it's also possible 20 years from now college is free the way things are moving right so it wouldn't be an issue okay all right this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 